this one's for the culture. Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan Thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand Knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand Still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the stance The mission of the And welcome, welcome, welcome To episode 75 If you can't tell, I'm in a good mood Because although I look like I'm here in my studio I'm actually in Italy, and I'm having a blast. So hopefully you guys are enjoying the weather there back in that American country, because uh, I'm not doing that this week. <laughs> I'm going to do European foreign things. So hope all is well. Hopefully you're going to enjoy this show, but uh, welcome to episode 75. We are three quarters of the way. I am Mr. Uh, Ray Bond, uh, one half of the Bond Chronicles podcast with my host. Mrs. Bond Chronicles. And we are excited. Uh, well, I'm excited. I can only speak for me. Uh, my bags are packed a day or two early, maybe more than that for the most part. Got some really cool merch that I'm going to have on, some Bond Chronicles exclusives, one of ones. I would say, yeah, that's not going to get released for. Or... We could raffle it off on Patreon or we autograph could raffle it. it off on Patreon. Autograph it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you yeah. better know the value of your autograph, man. Came just giving it away now. <clears throat> giving it away. They got to take it from us. Um, but yeah, exciting times. And although we are not here to experience America with you, we are available to experience Beyonce. The time has come for those of you who were with us even before the break. We talked about we knew a tour was coming because an album was out mm-hmm. and you called it. You said it would be in the summer. I said, no, she won't wait that long. She knew her fans. And not only did she know when to plan it, she knew when to release tickets. She did. Right before Valentine's Day. And right when people have started filing their taxes. And their tax money. So folks know what kind of return they're about to get. Refund, refund, yeah. They're about to get. And people have, if you're like us, you've already started planning your year, basically, for for events and trips and things. And that little account, yeah, we'll call it account, that little Hmm, well, if something pops up, then I'm going to go. That money, Beyonce just came to take it from everybody. Like, she did. She, she is, I mean, it's it's just been just a wonderful last few days for me. I, too, am in Italy. <laughs> um, so, hopefully, when you guys are watching this, I think at that point, we'll be in Florence, right? Uh, now, we should be... At the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's Monday. Oh, true, true, It'll be true. noon here, so it's 6, 8, 6 p.m. there. Oh, no, we should probably be headed back to our hotel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it might be a little dark. You know yeah, yeah. Um, But I, what was I doing when I found out that Beyonce was going on tour? I think I was, no, I know I was here in the kitchen. I think I was making breakfast. And 
I hadn't been on social media yet because this was a crazy week getting ready for the trip. And I opened up my phone and boom, there it was. Beyonce and all of her wonderful, beautiful, fabulousness. Like just giving body, like body and just, I just, mm, I love her so much. I am 1000% a part of the Bay Hive. I bought the Renaissance box. I've seen her on tour. I think I've seen her live three times. Um, I am still jealous of everybody who was at Coachella for Baychella. Like, it's just Beyonce over everybody. Like, no, I'm not, not like, yeah, no, like, I am a huge fan. But there it was right there on my phone, finally. Literally, like, it's not even necessarily that I was waiting mm-hmm. because I was going to plan these trips regardless. Like, I'm, you know, birthday, family, all the stuff. Um, but I knew I had to keep a little something in the tuck, which I didn't do. Actually, I did not. I I blew the load on Italy. So I hope I'm having a lot of fun, (laughs) but I knew that Beyonce was coming. I knew that it was going to get announced because I knew she was going to do a summer tour. Mm -hmm. Beyonce is not touring when everybody else tours. Well, no, she does, but. She's just got to do it her way, her thing. Like the rollout on Ticketmaster. Like, I think Brittany was the first person I text. I text Brittany, like, I screenshot it and I sent it to Brittany. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's here. It's happening. It is not a drill, everybody. And I like other Beyonce fans. We were all on Instagram, social media, losing our collective minds because we are so excited. Um, and first thing I did was start looking at dates. Where and when can I go? Um, I think we have, I think narrowed it down to three different um locations. Even after she gone back and added some extra dates, mm-hmm. we have pretty much decided. I think where we're gonna go since we won't be here in DC when she comes to DC, of course. Um. Yeah, Beyonce, she's coming and she's probably going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm going to stand on it at the end of the year after I've gone to all the other shows that I'm going to this year. She's probably going to have the best tour this summer. Hands down. All right. Breaking news. Breaking news. Robin declares Beyonce is going to have the best tour this summer. Okay. So I'm going to go in a very different direction. Oh, jeez. Well, let me keep talking about Beyonce for a little. No, no, I have a question. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Man, this is way too serious, but it's cool. I'm going to ask it anyway. Typically, I would save this. Jeez. Do we not? So we talked a little bit about, or maybe I think that was on Patreon about um, her and uh, what were we talking about? Was it Patreon with some of the people being upset about her? Mm, About her performance in Dubai. Right. What was that? Anyway. We didn't talk about it, I don't think. We We didn't? We talked about the Aretha Franklin thing. Okay. Um, Well, there were some people that were upset with her because she performed in Dubai, which is not a gay-friendly country. I think I can say that, and that covers the game. LGBTQ+. Just say it. Okay. <laughs> it's not friendly to them. Um, and I was more so on her side in that. 
But what was her side? She never came out and said anything. Her side was that performed. <laughs> what else did she need to say? No, I did that. It's already <sighs> over. I got I my already, 25 right. million. I, I got my check. Yeah. And, and, and now here's a tour for y'all. So. That people are buying. Yeah, like, they so said what is it, 800%? 800%. Demand? Like, I've never heard of that before. And, like, I remember when they announced, and maybe, maybe this isn't a statistic that they kept back then. It's probably fake statistic. But it's, uh, who knows at this point. But I remember when they announced the first On The Run show, mm-hmm. the On, Run, On The Run tour, and I just knew it was going to be impossible for us to get tickets. Mm. And somehow miraculously we did and we were in the building and it was amazing um but formation i think i tried twice i tried to get tips i tried to get tickets for a show i think i thought about going to new orleans actually because i wanted to go see my cousin so i thought i was Mm. gonna try to get tickets then but I, I, I didn't. I, it just didn't. It didn't work out. But yeah, it's so that, it's gonna be interesting to see the how this plays out because yeah. if you are a Beyonce fan or if you have registered or you know like if you're vaguely interested in going to this show, you've been on Ticketmaster and you've seen that they're doing the verified fan whatever whatever feature. Um, where basically you submit your email address and like your place of residence and that makes you a person. So that means you can buy a ticket. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more extensive than that, but it wasn't. So I don't know what that's about. Um, but we did it, um, for each group. Like I think it's broken, it's broken down into three groups. Mm -hmm. And so each group is, a set of dates for different dates for the locations of the tour dates. Mm-hmm. And so you pick what group, whatever date your is your date is on, and you register for that group. And hopefully, and, and then this is the part that gets a little tricky. I'm not really sure. Ticketmaster could have done a better job of explaining this. You're waiting to get a code. So for example, Tickets went on sale for Group A set of shows today, Monday, February, whatever day it is. What, the 6th? Yeah. Um, But if you didn't get a code, I don't know if you... I, I guess I will have to wait till <laughs> actual Monday and not when we're recording this to see um, how it actually works. Because I'm basically, I'm waiting for an email to get a code so that I can put the code in so that I can buy my ticket. But if I don't get a code, then I can't buy the ticket. (laughs) But even if I get a code, there's no guarantee that I'll get a ticket. So is everybody's code unique? Potentially. I don't remember. That many unique codes. I don't look, bro. I don't remember. I just I was when I was sitting there doing the registration. I was like, "Oh, this is really nice that she's gone." You know, they're going through this process of trying to ensure that actual fans and actual concert goers get these tickets versus the resellers. I'm not gonna hold my breath. Like, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed and basically have 
all of the credit cards available and ready to go for whenever <laughs> I can purchase this ticket. Um, so this is actually, this would have been a phenomenal Patreon topic, but we're here. So I've been trying, I'm letting you go, but I just, I'm a new person, y'all. I am a new person. Y'all might can't tell, but I think different. And I cannot tell you how this makes me feel. Like, I get the excitement, and I understand the people's excitement. But the majority of the people that's excited about this is the people that's using their tax money to go here. They're setting aside money to go here. They're doing all these things. And it's a joke that we've, that I believe Beyonce is almost taking pride in that you are willing to sacrifice these extensive amounts just to see me. And normally I'm all for that. But they're both billionaires by most every measurement. So money's not an issue. Their children are set. Life. Influentially, they are in every circle I think that they would ever really want to be in. So for me, why is she setting these ticket prices the way they are? If you know that you can't, you don't want to lose money, obviously, duh. You don't want to work for free, obviously, duh. But if you know the majority of your demographic in the middle of a recession, when inflation is going crazy, when people are con- when tech companies are laying people off by the five and tens of thousands, I don't know what the ticket price is going to be. But somebody I listen to keeps saying that live events are going to become luxury items. And we've seen that when we've tried to get tickets. For artists like her, and this would fall into a yay, I'd put him in this category, Drake, Taylor Swift, Bad Bunny, that are setting these record-setting tours. Elton John just set a record. I have a problem with that. The same way I have a problem with gas companies setting records in a pandemic. Where does, to me, and if there's a reason, and I hope maybe you can explain it to me, where does the greed stop? Like, I get it's going to be a ridiculously hard ticket. Very hard ticket. But coming right off Christmas, right before Valentine's Day, it just feels greedy to me if they come out at the price point we're all expecting them to come out at. And my question is for artists like her, and this is only like 10 of those artists probably in the world. Why do they operate like this when they know that people are going to do what it takes? They will rob, they will cheat, they will divorce. We'll get to that joke in a minute. To see her. And you, I I think this is like real you. You're like really excited and you've seen her three times. So it's not, so for those people, I just don't know why they set those prices. If you're a completely independent up and coming with a cult following, I completely understand it. But for the hers of the world, obviously you want to cover your production costs, you want to pay everybody well, and you want to make some money. But man, it just feels 
uh, to do this now. That's kind of my take, but I guess I'm curious. Why do you, why do you think she, and she can negotiate her price? Ticketmaster so doesn't so, dictate that. So, I mean, and I guess that's the, the question. What do you want her to sell the tickets for? Because there are tickets, like, and 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 I know that there are affordable tickets in every stadium. Because I too have sat up mm-hmm. in the nosebleeds just to say I was there. I was there, and I got to enjoy this amazing experience. Um. So I don't. I I can't. I see what you're saying to an extent um, about ticket prices, but to another extent, I don't. Because if Kanye announced a tour tomorrow, you would be there. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm just, I'm just, okay, okay. I know. But I wanted to stay on target. I am. Okay. You would be there. And if there was a VIP option, you would more than likely. What does that have to do with where we're going? Because you're throwing this back at me, but I don't know where we're going. I'm just. Can I? Can I talk? No, but you're shooting at me. I'm so, not shooting. Because you I'm, are. You're saying if they basically if it come, if it come out, you're gonna pay whatever it takes to get there. Is what it sounds like you're trying. The point you're trying to make. Nope. Okay. The, I mean, I guess that is that part of that point. Like to an extent, like I said, I agree. I understand what you're saying. But what does that statement do with what I said? That's where you lost me. If you'd stop cutting me off, we can get there. I, all right. We're going to see how you wrap, tie this together. Go ahead. So, I can see your point as far as where these ticket prices have gone and the amount that people pay for tickets. You are willing to pay some whatever that number is, you know that number. I don't know it to see Kanye West and have the experience that you would love to have to see Kanye West. I think there's always been some level of these people pay this price and these people pay this price for the different experience that you're trying to have. I don't necessarily concerts are a hobby. They're and. You're talking about Joe, right? When he says that mm-hmm. concerts are a luxury, shows are a luxury, tickets are a luxury. If you look at the type of shows that people are putting on, the productions that people are putting on, like and like you said, like the Coldplay tour that we went to last year, I can only guess the amount of money that it costs to produce that type of show. From the wristbands to the pyrotechnics to all of that, like, the ticket sales, especially like the initial release of the tickets, like that's just to pay everybody for real, for real. And now we do know, obviously, especially in today's day and age, artists make the bulk of their money from tours. So she put out an album last year. Who else put out albums last year? Everybody. So people like Lil Baby, who's mm-hmm. only been around for what? Maybe five, six years. How long has he been? Let's give him, let's say six. Six years. He had what three back to back tours? 
He did sure. a tour with Dirk. He did a tour by himself. And then he toured twice by himself. He toured with Chris Brown. Oh, okay. So he toured by himself and he toured with Chris Brown. Because I know he did a tour before Dirk. Whatever that album was before. He Dirk. had a long wait. My turn came out, and we've been waiting until this most the recent album. Out. But so fine, and then he'd been touring on that album for years at this point. Okay. Then the project with Lil Durk, then the project with Chris, well, not the project with Chris Brown, the tour with Chris Brown. And then every festival that he did. Do you think one time he stopped and thought, man, I should tell them lower the cost? Well, let me take less money so maybe the cost of the tickets will be cheaper for my fans who have been seeing me the last four years that I've been doing everything that I'm doing. I don't think that's Are we really comparing Little Baby to Beyonce? I'm not necessarily I'm not comparing his stardom to Beyonce. That changes everything. I am comparing the ticket prices. And for that matter, he's been on back-to-back tours for the last however many years. Do you think He's going to lower his ticket prices. What do you prices. think Lil Baby's net worth is? I don't care. We're just talking that's about... What met, that's the whole... That's why I was asking where you're going. Because you... How many millions are, of you dollars do you think You have not answered the point of my question. My point was there's only 10 Beyonce's. You can't use a today's artist to compare to her. How much because money they, do you think he's made touring the last five years? Tens of millions of dollars. How many times do you think his fans have gone and made unscrupulous financial decisions to go and see him over the last five years that he's been touring. At the same level as Beyonce, none. Well, no, because Beyonce hasn't been on tour in ages at this point. We sat on the floor. I sat 10 rows back for the Chris Brown and Lil Baby show. We've been on the floor for Coldplay, Lil Baby, Chris Brown, and a host of other people. Mm-hmm. Do you think Beyonce's ticket is going to cost more than those people's ticket? Yes. End of story. Beyonce tours less frequently. That, and Beyonce that is, is not, a better that, artist. Chris Brown had not toured in a long time. What are you talking about? Before this tour, he had not toured. Yeah, he had. When was last? Before this tour, when was the last tour he, he did? He did a tour with Young Thug. For that album, he did a tour for Indigo. He did a tour for... Well, how long ago was Indigo? Three years ago, barely. Indigo came out during the pandemic. And he toured Indigo. He toured Indigo. As soon as he was because able to- I was there. That was the whole point. He hadn't toured in a long time. And he was with Lil Baby. And now he's touring like crazy. The Under the Influence tour is the one that just started, right? Yeah, yes. that's the one that's overseas. Right. So that's he, over. Yeah. So he did whatever tour. What was the tour that he don't did with Baby? Uh, I don't remember. One of the ones. Oh, that was the name of it. Did we ever figure out why that was the name of the tour? Because it was one of the ones. I don't. Oh, I'm not about to scroll through his Instagram page when I can. All right. So my point is this: you again. That's why I was trying to figure out where you're going because all that stuff you said about how much I would spend had nothing to do with. Whether or not she should lower her ticket prices, little, little baby should, should not lower, lower her ticket prices. 
because she's giving back to her fans who haven't been able to see her on tour for a long time. And economically, it would be a nice gesture. The fact that her tickets are going to cost more than all those people makes my point. She needs it the least of all those people I've named. And she's charging the most at one of the most inopportune times. It's greedy. And she knows people are going to do it. If in by your yay example, if he did the same, I would say he was greedy. But I've seen him give away. Before you do that, I just watched him give away all his Balenciaga that still had tags on it away for $20 at Art Basel. So who? Whoever was willing to go get it. The Balenciaga where? What Balenciaga? Like just Balenciaga. Bil Kanye, he's showed his receipt, spent $5 million on Balenciaga last year. Right. So he had already spent $5 million of his money, of his own money at Balenciaga to prove a point. And no, he didn't. He liked, he supported the brand the same way we buy, spend money. The same way I got a thousand billionaires tags because I like the brand. So those clothes, after everything, he repurposed them, put Yay24 on it, and then sold it for $20. $1,500 jackets. That is not the same as Beyonce. Okay. And so my point, when Ye's wrong, if he was to go out and do that and jack up his prices, and even that's different because he lost the $2 billion. So if anybody needs money right now, it's probably him. So I don't even think he's a great example at this point. Because he, need, I think he needs the money, especially if he's trying to have a presidential campaign and continue to live his life because he's lost a bunch of money and he needs to make money to produce products. So that's a terrible comparison, in my opinion. If we compared her husband, I would feel the same way. You don't, like he, perfect example. Jay-Z said, I don't charge for feature verses no more. I don't need the money. So if I'm going to do the verses off the strength of the fact, I'm just going to do the verse. Now, if he went on tour, he would probably have really expensive because Jay-Z is a cutthroat businessman. Everyone who has a brain that's ever met him says the same thing, which makes leads to my point. They be greedy. And at some point, I would like us to have an open conversation about them and what exactly they are doing. Because this ain't right. Now it's going to be a phenomenal concert. And again, let me pref I said it before and let me be abundantly clear. I don't know what the ticket prices are. But if you paying three, four hundred dollars to sit in the nosebleeds, that ain't right. They don't charge three, four hundred dollars to sit in the nosebleeds. Said if. But they never and I guess that I guess if. that is a true point. If they are charging three or four hundred dollars to sit in the nosebleeds, which I don't think they have, they nobody historically has. Try and buy a Taylor Swift ticket right now in the nosebleeds and, and tell me what it costs. Right, because what have we seen from the Taylor Swift situation? All of those, a bunch of that stuff is resale value. Face value of most of those tickets, like a hundred dollars at best. Stadiums never that's not what they do. That's just not what they do. And Never in any of my experience from wanting to see Beyonce to wanting to look at any of the other shows we've ever looked at. Like that's never been the case. And so for you to put that out there. To Just so I'm clear, when I looked at the Adele tickets that were in the nosebleeds, <clears throat> they were in those price ranges. That was in Vegas. Don't no no no. You just sat here and no, said no. You sat that here was said, in Vegas, and that's a very said, specific market. You the same sat way here and just said nobody. You sat here and said nobody. 
stand on nobody. Fine, I'll stand on nobody. So you were wrong. No, I wasn't wrong. You were wrong is because Adele you said nobody stadium? does that. Is Adele doing a stadium tour? Is Adele doing a stadium I tour? I said in general. No, no, no. No, I no, said no. if the nosebleeds are that, you was, said, you said nobody tour. does that. Is Adele doing a no, stadium tour? No, she's not. Adele has a residency in she, Vegas. What does that and matter? Smaller, much are the nosebleed seats five hundred dollars? I don't know how much Adele. Yes, they are. Seats so are. don't talk. But so you sitting up here Adele talking about something you don't even know about, and if we talk over each other like you keep trying to do, no one can hear us. Mm -hmm. So let me make my point and chill out for a second, please. Okay. So your statement was nobody's doing that. I gave you an example of somebody that sells five hundred dollar nosebleed a seats. A wrong example, though. No, that's your opinion. Well, I'd like to know okay, in the then. comments from all of our lovely Please listeners. Please do. How was the Adele situation at? How was little baby situation the same? Because he's doing stadium and he's not arena doing stadium. tour. That's not the same, right? It's not the same. It's a tour. Adele has a residency. They're doing shows Every back to back. What difference does it make? They're still doing multiple shows. Well, one, it's a big difference when you're talking about the number of people who can fit in a venue, the number of people who are going to come to a venue every night. Like it's so totally what you're saying different. is smaller venues should charge more, is what you're saying. I'm saying is that what you're saying? Yes or no? No. So then what are you talking about? What is your point then? If you're I don't saying know, I'm not it was an arena, because you keep talking over, I me. asked you a question, and you just said no. And so now I'm trying to understand if your point that you were just making is arena is the same as a stadium, but it's different from a smaller venue. Then smaller venue should charge more, which is why you're saying Adele charges more, right? Because it's a smaller venue. Yes. No. So then, what are you saying? I'm saying that people in Vegas, like the Vegas tickets, when you see people in Vegas, the prices are always up. When you no, see they're not. We went you, to a show there. When you see, and people, they were not up. When you see people at hotels and those sorts of things, a lot of times those tickets prices be up. Now it's a lot of. Times. I will say every time the Bruno Mars has come to the MGM right here down the street at National Harbor, I look at those tickets every single time and every single time he comes the ticket prices are astronomical like i'm not it's just just super high but that's at mgm whereas when he did the tour do ops and hooligans and he was at what was it um capital one excuse me when he was at capital one those tickets were way more reasonable way more reasonable Venues like hotels and special places like that, a lot of times the tickets cost more. So you agree with my statement that if it's a smaller venue, they're going to charge more. I didn't more. say it was a smaller venue. I said special, uh, fine, like a specialized venue, special places like hotels, special places like Dubai. I guess the people in Dubai didn't have to pay. They were all invited to do that performance, huh? I don't know. You're the expert. You tell me. Nothing? Yep, nothing. So, as I said, if your reasoning is specialized venue, so what is the anthem? Is that specialized or not? No. So what is a specialized venue then? Mostly places like hotels and convention centers and things like that that host all sorts of events, not just like 
the concerts and sporting events. So what else do they have at T-Mobile Arena that aren't events? What do you mean? Adele's not at T-Mobile. What is she at? Not T-Mobile. She's at M. Well, I was in there, MGM or whatever it is. It's it's a venue. Oh, is she really? They changed it. Where do you think she's at? I thought she was at oh, Caesars. So, what does that room look like? I don't know. I've actually never been in um the because what it looked like to me was it looked like very similar to like a Madison Square Garden or where a fight would happen. Oh yeah, she's at the Coliseum, Caesar's Palace. So is only that... thirty four shows. Is Hold that on. not a venue? Yeah, it it is a venue. You you can keep going. Like I get it. You don't agree with me. It's cool. But where do you go to look at? I don't know. My point is this, and I will stand on it, and I don't know even how we got here. I just think somebody like her should consider it. And I really, really hope that this works out better because she's using the same exact system that Taylor Swift used. She's just rolling it out slightly differently. And that was an absolute disaster that has them on Capitol Hill right now. So if that's her fix to go right behind Taylor Swift and use the exact same thing, just slightly tweak it, we're going to find out Monday how this goes. And I'll be reporting back. Mm-hmm. Sure you will. Absolutely. Somebody got to hold people accountable. And for all that quit your job and all that other stuff she was talking about, stand on it. They didn't make sense when she said that then, which I thought she got to pass on. But she gets passed on everything. So we can keep it moving. Why are you so mad at Beyonce? I just explained why. Oh, because you think she's greedy. Gotcha. She doesn't have any information about this residency on her website. Is it still happening? Weekends with the, oh, there we go. It is still happening. That's so crazy. What? Um, Mm. Oh, look what Adele is using. Verified fan. Guess what? That's new because that didn't exist before, which is why I was able to look at how much the tickets was. Well, you know who else is using this system? Taylor Swift. Mm. Um... Yes. So on to other festival people I'm really blown with. Uh, not really blown, but I, I keep saying it on here. I wanted this to be like a supportive black people year, but every story we keep coming across is like black people not doing what I would like them to do. Um, so we are still waiting. Something in the Water is now three months out. End of April, and we're in February. So roughly three months out. And Unless you really search the internet for a news article, you wouldn't know where it is in Virginia Beach. Um, they never put out any kind of vacation packages, so you can't book a room with your ticket. But I don't know where to book the room at. Um, I was able to figure out where it is based on a news article. Hopefully that's accurate. Uh, but we also have no lineup. 
no nothing. They keep posting stuff, but we got nothing. Dreamville's been relatively quiet. I know Jid's on tour. He's his tour kicked off. Um, excited for that at the end of the month. But Dreamville also has not released the lineup. Whereas Rolling Loud Thailand and Governor's Ball and some of these others have, a lot of those are run by organizations, corporations, Jews or white people potentially. These two seemingly are not. Do you think that is playing a role in the delay in the release of the lineup, or is this just a level of building expectation? Another, for example, Coachella has released their lineup, and they're at almost the exact same time as something in the water. Um, I don't know. Like lineups for me, like I typically guess for me is once I decide I want to go to a festival, I've pretty much decided that I'm going to go to the festival, and I wait for the lineup. There's only a few festivals even now that I still want to go to that are dependent upon who's on the lineup just for the, I guess, the experience maybe. I I don't, I think I didn't start stressing out about lineups until you came into the festival life picture. Um, it's, it's, it's hard because... I like the anticipation to build so that when the lineup finally gets released and if it's really good, like, you're so excited. But at the same time, it's just like, dang, who else? I want to know who's going to be on the lineup. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm completely opposite. I so know. That's why I said. You spend money and then, like, <clears throat> whatever I spend my money on, who cares? Well, no. Because I've only especially the festivals that I've gone to mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm basing my purchase of the ticket, not solely on the lineup, but also my experience at said festival, like made in America. But at some point you didn't have that experience. Right. And so what I'm saying now it's different. So then you did care. Now you don't. Mm. Not really, because I, even though, like, you don't like the Coachella lineup. No. I still think the Coachella lineup is pretty And it's not solid. just me. There's a whole bunch. No, of no, people. there's a lot of people. The same way about it. this lineup release. It ain't just me every time something <laughs> in the water posts. It's a, the, the majority of their comments every time they post is, release the lineup. So, I don't want this to think like, oh, Ray's weird, because he wants the lineup. No, normal people want the lineup. No, that's why I said me in particular. Like, yeah, but we have a broad audience, so right. But I want our us to speak. broad audience is listening in for my opinion on this particular topic based on my personal experience. We disagree, but that's fine. Okay. Um. You're talking about no, experience. no. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm just like I. I love live music. Like, I get super excited. For pretty much anyone whose music I'm vaguely interested in, if I can see them live, I'm probably going to opt in to go see them live. So especially for music festivals, even if I don't like the headliners, I know for a fact there's always going to be people during you know the smaller acts that I enjoy seeing. And I enjoy listening to new artists. So back then... Like, oh, yeah, J. Cole's headlining Made in America. 
I'm definitely going to Made in America. But it's, it, I don't know. It's just not, I care, but I'm not going to be upset that the lineup hasn't come out yet. So I think I figured it out. Um, the Beyonce point. I think what I don't like about Beyonce, everything I said was still true. But I think I feel that way because I know men are going to suffer the most. Women are going to have a blast. Y'all going to celebrate. Because like Amber Rose, who was joking, and others, y'all might not even have to pay for the ticket. So y'all don't have to worry about the impact of the ticket price. We do. Women going for Valentine's Day. I seen one lady say, you don't got to buy me nothing for Valentine's Day or my birthday or nothing. Buy it for me. And I don't know what the breakdown is, but I think it's a lot of them situations. And I think that might be why I feel the way I feel is because not only is it putting undue stress on people of color, but it's putting stress on people of color that are men. And we ain't even going to this. Well, I don't want to say that because there's a lot of men that are going to go. I'm not going. Um, but I think that is a part of my frustration is I know there's going to be a lot of men as well. They're going to be stuck footing this and they don't have to that. I think it just dawned on me while you were talking about some other stuff talk, but that was the point I wanted to make. Go ahead. Well, that was completely off topic and had nothing to do with anything that I had to say about the topic we were actually talking about. Well, it actually registered for me. So I I could have correlated it, but then I'd have been shooting at you and I didn't want to shoot. So I left the shooting portion out to try and make a point. But if you want to start shooting, then we can shoot or continue to shoot. No, it's cool, bro. It's cool. All right. Um, yeah, not enough. I mean, I answered the question, and that okay. Then you jumped in with the Beyonce thing. Yeah, because it came to me. So. Right. So, did you hear what I said? Because you jumped in with the Beyonce thing after I had finished saying what I was going to say, and then you didn't circle back to what I said. Right, because I was just interjecting a point to share with people. You were supposed to pick up where you left off. So, and keep going. but I was done. Okay, then we move on. So you didn't have anything to say in response to my my thought? No, because you didn't hear me. Like, it's okay. I, I feel like we've disagreed enough about this aspect. No. No? No. Yeah, you can move on then. All right. Um, so it is Black History Month. Um not the greatest representation of black history in this episode. And it might just be like that. I know what I said I wanted it to be and what I wanted us to do, but maybe this is a situation where we just have to look in the mirror. Um, that's financial trauma. Not paying your bills, taking all your tax money to buy a concert ticket is bad business. It's, it's just not smart. And it's why we keep giving our money away to all these organizations and they keep their money because they don't do stuff like this. And this is just a very, very small example. I really don't want to make this a Beyonce topic. This is a broader topic that we have to do better. I looked around today. All the remote control cars we bought them, they just sitting. Like, 
and Kobe's first birthday for those that we saw was, you know, a little different. Um, and I was good with that. And I think he was fine with it. I think he had a blast. So we are going to try and I, not we, I am going to use my platform to try and speak up when I feel like some BS is happening. Um, DeSantis, we'll talk more about that on another Patreon, but he's he's a wild boy. I thought the AP environmental science was a, was an issue. He's just getting started. So if you are a minority in this country, y'all need to pay attention because he he on a he on something else. Um, completely unrelated. And a positive news to Black History Month, since the Sanders doesn't want us to know about our Black history. Um, E40 uh, made a very sizable donation to Grambling University. I believe it was 100 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, $100,000, he showed up, obviously. Uh, they had the photo ops, but this this is huge. We have, I have, I'll speak for me, heard a lot about the Deion Sanders situation and others with the facilities at some of these HBCUs. And we want top-tier coaches to go there. We want the top-tier talent to go there. We want all of those things. We got to have something to accommodate them and to entice them as well. And so shout out to E40. He has quietly, by mainstream standards, done a ton for the Bay and for other organizations. So shout out to him for this um, because he could have kept his money out West, um, but he chose to, to give to an HBCU, which as we found out, there ain't really many out West. He went to Grambling. So that makes sense. Um, but as we were kind of looking HBCU is apparently like a southeastern thing, and I never really thought about it. I think we said Delaware is as high north, and really about Louisiana is about as far west. Maybe Arkansas is sprinkled in, but education is important. And EYL just taught a class at a a university, so the financial literacy is coming. Uh, but this is a, you need facilities, and so shout out to him. Uh, can't can't say it enough. This is the stuff we need to be talking about, not who Michael B. Jordan's dating as much. The more and stuff we see about this, um, we want to do. I would try and do a better job of making sure we highlight that. But shout out to him. You're good. Mm. Um. Yeah, this is dope. Like I always say, that people need to put their money where their mouth is. Um. So the fact that he did give his alma mater, I don't think he graduated. I think. He didn't finish. And I guess I could find that out. But his alma mater, he didn't go there. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, 100K, I'm sure the school is going to need it. Because most HBCUs are underfunded. They don't get the funding that they should get from the government. Um, Or just, I mean, and even us, I know a lot of us, we, you know, I've got a lot of friends who actually have kids going to college now and I don't think any of them are going to HBCUs. I don't think any of them encourage their kids to go to HBCUs, which makes me kind of sad. Like, obviously if your kid gets accepted to like Ivy league or, you know, there's a certain program that you're working towards at a certain school, like go for it. I hope they achieve that. But we, we, I think, I know I wear the stuff on here all the time, but the support black colleges, like it's, it's not a game because 
I did not go to college. What I do know about college experience, it shapes you. It changes you. It makes you a different person. You learn a lot about yourself. And I just never thought that Black people, I just think that you you get a better experience at an HBCU. Like, I don't know how else to say it other than, like, it's nothing like being surrounded by people that look like you, have the same struggles as you, potentially come from the same background as you, who are going through this pivotal time in their lives together. Like, that's why people join sororities and fraternities, to be around like-minded people with similar interests, to do life stuff together. So I don't know. I think it's dope that he has done this. I hope it encourages more people to do more for our HBCUs. I'm going to tell all my kids to go to HBCUs. Um, that's actually a great point. Uh, and we're not going to get, we're going to finish up because we are way like over the time. Um, but I think that makes for a great Patreon conversation about why don't black families support that? Why don't they drive that home? Why don't, I wasn't introduced to HBCUs coming up, growing up. Like I was taught because I grew up in a predominantly white county that the name on your college degree mattered. And at that time it did, it mattered a lot more than it does now. But I did go to Temple University because it was the most diverse at the time. So I did want diversity. But After I, growing up here? Oh, that's true, I guess. What about growing up here? I don't is, what kind of diversity do you want? More black people? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. What's diversity? That's what, what I, that's what I was saying. Like, diversity, how? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I wanted more. More black Because I didn't have it. Gotcha, gotcha. But HBCUs were never really on the table. Like, I didn't look at none. I didn't visit none. I didn't think about none because they weren't real popular. The people I know that went to HBCUs, the facilities was trash. I went to Virginia Union back then. No disrespect, but it was trash. It was not somewhere that I was safe or I felt safe. Uh, the dorms look like trash compared to the other stuff I had grown up seeing, whether it be sports franchises, obviously you're seeing the stadiums and the locker rooms and all that. So that's what my view of what college was supposed to be. Um, so I think that's a good topic. We can kind of dig more into that. I have some thoughts. Um, but shout out to him and no, I, I, we are and will Start to have those conversations. We already yeah, have. Yeah, like Courtney yeah. watches a different world with me. Like it's a brand new show. You just have very interesting correlations. <laughs> you do. How yeah. is that an interesting correlation? Because yes, a different world is like literally the reason why I wanted to right, go to one you, of the HBCU. If you let me, you said you asked me a question. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm literally trying to answer your question, okay. and now you're talking through me answering your question. Okay. That is your view. Mm -hmm. They don't know that. You referencing a different world to a lot of people does not correlate to HBCU. Why so, wouldn't it? Because a lot of people don't really know that part about that show. I don't know that all of our followers and vis vis watchers, when you make that reference, understand that correlation. Right. And so a better way to explain that would be to say a So instead of just world. taking what me saying and accepting any of it, you're going to now come back to me as to how I could have better communicated what I'm saying yeah. instead of addressing what I just said. No, that's not what I'm doing. Because <laughs> um, your initial response, I said something to our visit, is what I believe to be a, a benefit to our viewer, and your initial response was, well, a better way for you to say that to me is this. 
Okay. Tell me a better way. That's okay. I don't think I know a better way right now. Okay. This is awkward. <laughs> this is super awkward. Um, but yeah, different world, cool. Um, but no, for me, we we wear the support black colleges stuff. We I just talk about it different because I know more. And I would encourage y'all to, to have those similar conversations. So shout out to E40. Hopefully y'all spread the news. Hopefully that can go viral, like some of this other BS stuff that y'all be having going viral. And that fake stuff on TikTok, we didn't get to that today. Um, but we're going to get to the fake viral people on TikTok. It makes me look at even my friends who went viral a little different. And even my desire to go viral on TikTok is different. Because, like, what's real anymore? But um, fun show. Uh, as you, I don't know if you could tell, we've been really busy. Uh, so we are excited to be on this vacation. And hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Please leave it in the comments. Remember to like, share, and subscribe across all platforms. We are there. Uh, did you have a, a um, uh, I was going to say a salutation. I was trying to use like a French or um, Italian word that fit, but. Ciao. No, no, no. Like, it, I failed. No, it, it yeah. was, it was You a, like it was an a, actual like phrase. Yeah, like something that's, oh, something they say. No. Celebratory. And I, don't, I don't have anything. Salute! Salute! That's cheers. Uh, that's free for you. Um, yeah. Salute, yeah. I mean, that's... I, I don't know. I, I can't do the podcast outro in Italian. No, no, no. Not, oh, God. <laughs> we should have done that. Why didn't you say that before? We could have put it in the lovely Google and I could have said it. A lot of times Google be messing up. Be well, I would have cited Google in my quote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to Google, this is what they say. Hopefully, all these videos we'll be watching, they wasn't lying because we get over there and like, that's not what we say. Yeah, that would be really bad. That would be super awkward. Yeah. We put in time and effort. We 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 put in I effort. I really did. She's more so than me, but uh, appreciate y'all. Enjoy. To our Patreon people, a lot more coming. Uh, if you have not signed up, please do sign up. Whether it's just to see what else is over there. It's a bunch of stuff over there and a lot more coming. Uh, appreciate the support to everybody. And y'all have a blast. Choose wisely. Bet on yourself. All that jazz. Have a happy Black History Month and have a happy Valentine's Day if we don't see you before then as well.